It's time once again for the Worship Ministry Catalyst Podcast. Worship Ministry Catalyst is a resource for all worship leaders and team members serving in the local church. So take a seat at the table and join the conversation as we discuss all things worship, from team dynamics to technology and song selection. And now it's time for the show. All right. Welcome to episode 213 of the Worship Ministry Catalyst. I love hearing those guys' voices, and I really I look forward to coordinating a time when they can uh, real yeah. quick. Because my wife and I had this conversation actually just this morning. We were debriefing on my 50th birthday, like what that was, you know, how that was celebrated and such. And uh, how do you like your birthday to be acknowledged? Uh, that would be... Um, yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of I'm probably I, I don't really care. I mean, I grew up the way we grew up. I, I I'm pretty sure I maybe when I was really little, my parents had a birthday party for me. But I remember one birthday party that that I had growing up. Yeah. And then I can remember maybe one or two presents that I got. Mom would always make a cake. Yeah. She'd make this a, a crazy chocolate cake was what it was called um, from scratch and put like a whole can of frosting on it. But um, <laughs> other than that, there wasn't really there wasn't really like a, a big a big to do about it. So, you know, but my wife, she grew up with you always make a big, you know, her, her she was an only child. Her mom always did great big thematic birthdays right. every year. And um, so our kids are, are growing up with that experience, not my experience. <laughs> sure. When's your wife's uh, birthday? Uh, June 5th. Okay. So right at the end of the school year. Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, for, for those of us who have summer birthdays, it, my best friend's birthday is August 3rd. So he just... Uh, no, third, fifth, August fifth, one week after mine, and uh, he, uh, you know, he's like, we didn't get parties. I, mean, I didn't get parties because right. my birthday's in the middle of summer. And there's this kind of like, all right, well, I'm used to nothing. Right. Right. Um, so anything is fine, right? Right. <laughs> At least <Yeah>. for me. <laughs> well, I, I will say that when I had my birthday, my pandemic birthday, I'm like, I feel like this milestone because I just turned fifty. It's like something's gonna happen, right? Something'll happen. Nothing. Right? <laughs> yeah. And I was actually kind of like, oh, I think I have leaned too hard into the I have no expectations for my birthday because now people really believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, so uh, you just like it to be kind of chill and. Yeah, I'm okay with. It. I mean, I don't. I don't mind. You know, like last year for my 40th, she did a great big surprise party, and yeah. I, you know, I enjoyed it and I appreciate it. It was nice seeing everybody kind of, you know, come out and, and yeah. be there for it and that kind of thing. And I appreciate the, you know, the sacrifice of time to do those sorts of things for all those people and the effort she put in. And yeah, but I'm also not, a, I'm not a huge extrovert. I'm, I'm an ambivert, but I probably tend towards the introverted side a little bit. Yeah. I'm with so, you. so, uh, so I don't mind smaller things with fewer people and more intimate settings, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, I think yeah. ideally for me, get-togethers are maybe six people, and we're all on the back porch and just eating something super yummy and hanging out and talking. Right. Now, of course, that's not really a thing this year. So. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, See, happy yeah. birthday. No, thank you. Thank you. See, I, I actually, I start to feel bad. I feel guilty if I'm not talking, not getting like some conversation with everyone there. 
you know, yeah, so right. if you have to, if you have a larger party at your, you know, with more people, then there's going to be somebody you just don't get to talk to really at all that night. And then I feel bad. It's like, oh, they came out and they did all this stuff, you know, came out for my birthday. I didn't give it a say hi to him really. Was, you know, how many people no. were at your wedding? Uh, <laughs> like 400. Okay. See, that yeah. was, we, we had 50 and we kind of cut it off at the point where we're like, how can we, what's a number where we feel like we can, A, we, we know and care about all those people and mm -hmm. we can actually engage with them. Because there's something about when you go to a wedding and you know the people, you, you kind of want to have time with them. Right, right. And uh, so... So you failed on the 400, but that's yes. okay. Yeah. Well, I, see, <laughs> I was the interim worship pastor at the church where my wife grew up. Right. And, was, and so it was, that was a church of about 300 people. And then, so we had to invite everyone in the church, you know, you can't really, as, right. a, as one of the staff members, it's kind of hard to not invite some, some of sure. the people. And then we, I, you know, I have a big family, Becky's extended family is pretty big. So yeah, it, it was pretty it was good though. It was, it was, it was a, uh, it wasn't just one of those, you know, like a lot of weddings now are done in about two or three minutes, you know, and then the focus is kind of on the, That's the right. after show, the after party. Right. Um, but you know, ours, ours was kind of a, the, the wedding itself was kind of a, an event. So that was fun. Yeah. But, well, um, Let's uh, let's do our standard debrief on uh, church services. It's been a couple of weeks. Uh, anything groan and whine and complain about everything that we're doing during the pandemic? Yeah, it's uh, it's gripe gripe. Well, uh, maybe we should pretend like uh, this is a counseling session. What um, what what's been going well in your uh, in your worship services the past couple of weeks? Well, a uh, a, a good thing was this this Sunday. Um, our, our audio and video was synced up. <laughs> and so we understand the flip side of that point. <laughs> All right. Well, see, and I don't know, um, it's, it's inconsistent, which is what makes it frustrating. Um, cause we've been, we've been streaming from someone else's laptop because I use my laptop. We're going to see, you know, I, I use my laptop for all the loops and stuff that we're doing during the service and all of the sound effects and, and stuff that we use during oh, yeah, the service, you, you know? So, um, so I, I, I like to have it up there if at all possible. And so we're using someone else's computer and it worked fine several weeks. And then all of a sudden last week, the audio and video was off by about two seconds. It was just, it was horrible. And so then, you know, trying to figure that. So we ended up using my laptop to stream from last week and I used their laptop to run loops off of. Right. To, uh, to solve that problem. So uh, that's solved. And, and um, the, the complaint I was starting to tell you before we went live and I said, well, we should just go live so I can complain about it and we get it out of the way once at one time, save, save yeah. some time um, was I, I, like, I went to a fair amount of effort. So, you know, I got, I got a, uh, a cheap on Amazon in your wireless, you know, belt pack wireless system. Two hundred dollars works pretty well. It's got every once in a while. It's got some. It'll just a, sh a short like dropout, but like a like milliseconds, not not terribly long. Um, 
but and not a see i i used to at, at uh, one of the larger churches i had a sennheiser wireless in-ear thing and it had this kind of constant they call it the waterfall effect it's just kind of got this constant static in there like white noise yeah kind of thing yeah and so it, i think it's better than the sennheiser pack that that i remember um and that was i don't know can't remember what it's called voco pro i think or something like that um but it, uh, it it's working so i got that and the reason i got that was because you know i'm using my monitor mix as the facebook mix so that somebody's mixing what's going out live on facebook right but there was the problem of of uh getting the click track into my mix but not going out to facebook oh right yeah <laughs> right and and I still don't know what happened other than we, uh, you know, maybe, you know, somebody accidentally messed with my monitor mix or, you know, you know, I did it not knowing, but I was pretty careful not to turn up the click track in the Facebook. So I like I, I you know, on the uh, I guess on the right channel, I used the quarter inch, you know, splitter wide in. A, a totally different aux mix. So I'm using three aux mixes for my monitor. <laughs> You are such a pig. <laughs> I know I'm a I'm a prima donna, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I uh, so, but so I I just brought in one ox mix. Only has the all it has in it is the click track, and then I'm mixing everything else out for Facebook. I was super careful not to turn it up, and then I went to listen to the mix, and you know, right? You're going to hear the guy. You're going to hear the guy. Intro two, three, three four. four. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> And somebody who's listening is going, who's that guy? Yeah, where's that coming from? What? Yeah. <laughs> and so I went I went and turned the soundboard back on after the service when I saw that. And somehow on that mix, it had gotten turned up just a little bit. So, ah. yeah. So, but what? other than that, and, and it was clipping just a little bit, but the week before it was way too quiet. So I overcompensated for it. So I just have to find a happy medium. But um, what's uh, your soundboard? PreSonus, the 32.4 oh, okay. right. AI, one of the Studio Live series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all it's right. discontinued, but it's still working great for us. We love it. It's got all the digital connection. I can, like, I, I control the sound for the most part. We've got, uh, Ryland is mixing the front of house, but then, like, all the stuff I'm doing over my laptop for Facebook and just mixing from, from up in front, which... I guess a little inconvenient, but it, it's working. It's working, so that's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing the um, the kind of tangled mess of um, you can imagine what's behind the virtual computer, let's say, of all the cables that are running to make it look to uh, the outside person as if it's a seamless operation. Right. Right. So much work goes into making it look like it's not that big a deal. Mm -hmm. um, but the chaos behind the scenes right. is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm glad you got that to work. Uh, and we installed some. Uh, we don't have it. our our sanctuary is completely black. We don't have any any yeah. natural light. So we installed some cheap Amazon lights. You know, stage lights this last week to brighten it up a little bit. Yeah. So it's just for me the whole time. It's just been is just every week taking a step or two forward in the right direction to get it. At, at some point, it'll be, it'll reach a, a a status and it'll be or stasis and be. Um, eh, we can live with this for a while. 
Yeah, you can plateau for a little bit and not feel like you're giving up on quality. Right, right. Yeah. We, um, you mentioned lights. One thing that we did a few weeks ago, uh, I can't remember, did we talk about the, um, now I can't remember what they're called, the settings, the the, the digital settings for light. Um, Cal, like the Kelvin, like is that what you're talking about? The no, color temperature? Or? Where the, the, comp, the brightness comp, compensation in photography. Oh, ISO. Yeah, we ISO. talked about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, we were trying to figure out how do we how can we get enough light into the sanctuary so we can get the ISO number down to 100. And at some point I went, you know, shop lights are really cheap. Mm -hmm. And so we went on Amazon and bought a whole bunch of these screw in shop lights that have three LED heads. And now and we bought like we had, I don't know, six different slots we could put them in and so we just have this wash of bright leds across the state the, the the stage and it's well i mean it was like uh, i think they were like 25 dollars a piece or something and so for about 150 dollars yeah we got our lighting is great now and the quality cool. of is so much better now because of that what's the and name so of your church can i go look um, it up yeah, Open Door Community. So go to, so if you look up our most recent service, our pastor actually turns the, he forgot to turn those lights on until about, well, so the first five minutes is of the service. We started it early. You're going to have to fast forward because otherwise it's just us showing slides on a TV for about five minutes um, with me playing guitar in the background just to be doing something for the people in the church who are staring at me. Um, wondering why Joe's up on the stage. So, uh, and then are you Brian YouTube? Uh, yeah, YouTube. Yep. Okay. Did you? We're, find it? we're Facebook. So I was looking on Facebook. No, we're on um, Facebook too, but it'll be easier uh, probably on YouTube. But uh, about probably about a minute into us, Brian and I actually being on the uh, the service actually st officially starting he realizes that that's not on, the lights aren't on and goes and turns them on. And you'll see a noticeable difference there. Did you find it? I did. All right. I'm just kind of scrolling through here real quick. So you guys like YouTube? I don't know if I would say that we like it. <laughs> it's a, um, there are people in our church who don't have Facebook accounts. And so we want to make sure that they don't have to have a Facebook account to um, to watch the service. And I mean, most of our watches are on Facebook, but um, I think there's what 22 people watched our YouTube. Um, so not a lot of people, but we don't want to leave anybody behind. Right, right. Yeah, it looks good. You got a nice, a nice, good, good wash there. It looks really good. It's, it's not too harsh. I think that was yeah. the thing that we were concerned about. It was going to be harsh. But anyway, thank you for looking yeah. at that uh, live um, yeah. <laughs> for people who are, who are hanging out. But They can go check it out, too. Yeah. You can listen to me sing uh, Heaven is Where You Are by Paul Balash. One of my, it's probably my current favorite worship song. It's the last song on the service. You can just go all the way over to uh, one minute, I mean, one hour into the service, and that should kick in there. Yeah. For all of you who would like to hear how I sing which is probably nobody, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> so are you guys, do have you had much conversation about the service uh, 
I, I saw you guys up there kind of talking to each other, which is, which I like. But I mean, um, have you had much conversation about changing service format for digital? Did you guys do a whole lot of that? Or yeah, that's a good question. We did. Um, our the way that we started the service before we did it remotely was um, at ten thirty, which is when we start. We have a countdown. Uh, when the countdown ended, I would start the first worship song. We do a worship song, uh, a greeting. And then we would do, you know, another three or four songs before the message. Uh, but Brian and I didn't have a lot of interaction in there. Uh, there wasn't much overlap. I led the worship. I would pray while he came up. He would do his bit. Um, and after communion, I would come up and do a final song. And that was it. Um, but through the, doing the remote church, we, land, it, it, we tried out a few things. And what we landed on was, let's start with both of us up there give people by the way my dog is uh, barking at somebody but um uh um, we just talk about what the service was going to be and then he we go right into worship and um people seem to appreciate kind of that starting banter mm-hmm. uh, it was different this week though and that was one of the things we acknowledged during the service was he turns directly and faces me. He clearly has no theater background because that's not what you do. Uh, and I'm like, you can't just stare at me while we have these, you know, 20 people in the church, you know, you're leaving them out of the conversation. We're so used to the digital format where we could do that. I'm like, Oh, we have to change that a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, so we did talk about that. Yeah. That's a long answer to that yeah. very brief question. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were. So I, I set up a couple of uh, small condenser or small diaphragm condenser mics on pointed out to the congregation. This yeah. week because We have a fair amount of dialogue that we have during our service. And, you know, we'll ask discussion questions that are kind of introductory, setting up the theme instead of me doing a big, long introduction. And um so that was one of the benefits of having because the, the previous weeks I didn't have when I was when I was at the at the podium, I couldn't hear what was going out to Facebook. So I just kind of guess and I'd have things on. But then this week I had it actually in my ears real time. So when someone in the room started talking, I could go and turn up their mic for turn up the mic. That was I had two mics stereo, you know, one point at each side of the room and I could turn them up while they're speaking yeah. and then pull it back down. So there's not a ton of room noise for the rest of the time. So. So you're actually also like during worship, the singing will come in uh, so people can hear people online can hear people in the congregation singing. Um, No, it could. But, you know, we don't I don't know if we um, we we don't have enough people singing loud enough to get over the to really get over the, you know, the uh, loudspeakers. So. All right. I think I think those mics would pick up a lot more just of the speakers than they would people singing. So that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. We've thought about like, how do we how do we mic the congregation? But that's a topic for another day. Um, And we do want to talk about loops. So I'm going to share one thing of my own service. And then I I, we promise people loops. And it's really, as we discussed before, it's all about me. I want to know more about loops. (laughs) Um, so, uh, we talked about boards very briefly, um, uh, not this week, but the week before, um, came in and getting set up and the guy who's been helping us on sound goes, Hey, Joe, do you know why the board is cycling on and off? And I went, what? And, uh, and we looked and, uh, sure enough, cycling on and off, um, it wouldn't, it wouldn't boot up fully. And then, um, 
we tried switching out power cables and that didn't help. So part of the reason I ask about what board you're using is we're in the market wow. uh, for a board. We're probably going to get the Behringer X32 producer, which seems to mm -hmm. be very popular with with churches these days. Uh, right. I love Personas, uh, but I can't afford. Uh, I could buy another one that we have, which is the 16.0.2, I think is what uh, or something. Uh, but it takes Firewire and none of the Macs these days or windows machines right, have right. fire wires mm -hmm. so it, it kind of left us without any connection to the computer mm -hmm. any way to record from the board or any a lot of that really great functionality can't right. do it so it's like well i'm not going to invest in another one of those and not solve a problem and so the produce x32 producer is about 1600 bucks okay which is more than i got right uh, but uh, somebody at church said i will make that part of my tithe is uh is that the one that is uh does it have a does it have an actual mixer is that just the rack mount one this this one has uh, an actual mixer so there is the rack mount which is about 1100 um and i looked at that so it's, it's got the virtual interface but not the physical mixing board right um the producer um has 16 inputs rather than the 32. um and then even though it's x32 there's only 16 uh, 16 ends on that but that's okay. as much as we need yeah at, at our church um i can certainly you know we don't have a drum kit that we're miking you know where we're going to have you know five microphones just on the drum kit uh, these days we have the pastor me a guitar and a cajon that's all <laughs> we're using and so what we ended up doing on that particular service is i have a, a little yamaha board you know one of those tiny little boards about the size of a small pizza you know the small pizza mm -hmm. box and it, it was a four input board so we put the four of us into that board but we were sending the same the house signal was the same signal we were sending to the internet which is very difficult because you you need more gain on the facebook and the youtube right. stuff and that made the house so loud so mm -hmm. we're trying to find a balance so we actually panned uh the stereo signal so that it was a little uh, louder to the online and quieter and internally. So we um, we split the stereo, we, one mono to the house and one mono okay. to online in mm -hmm. order to have somewhat of a mix. So that's right. how we solved yeah. that uh, until the, the, the X32 shows up. Um, not next week, because I'm on vacation next week, but the week after. So, yeah. So anyway, that's my story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if anybody listening wants to share recommendations on uh, soundboards that are, let's say, somewhere between a thousand and fifteen hundred bucks, mm -hmm. uh, definitely interested in understanding what you're using and why that's working well for for your church. Yeah. Always interested in that stuff. Yeah. Um, now loops. Can we talk loops. Yeah. <laughs> so um we're you know kind of talking about <clears throat> excuse me how how in depth to get so i think i'll just kind of do a surface uh fairly surface how, how much time do we have and try to keep track of time here we have been talking for oh here's my mouse uh i actually doesn't tell me did you put a press record by the way no i didn't neither did i <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll take a, yeah, I'll just take the signal off of, uh, I'll, I'll strip, if you'll send me the uh, video, I'll. Off of the video? Yeah, if you download it, I'll grab yep. it from there. Yeah. But uh, um, 
Yeah, we've been talking for about 20 minutes. All right, so I'll, I'll try to keep it about 15, 20 minutes. We can talk about it, have some discussion. So let's see, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my screen, right? Yeah, and, it, and while you're doing that, one of the first things that I just thought I would ask to kind of facilitate is uh, I'm a, 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 literally a worship leader who has never used loops, but I've always been intrigued by them because uh, a lot of my worship leader friends, um, the, my uh, virtual friends, you know, on, uh, through social media and stuff, uh, will use loops. And I'm curious, uh, what are the circumstances where use, why would you use a loop? What is that adding for you? Um, so we're using loops right now because, uh, you know, we've the whole time I've been here had a pretty, pretty good band, good, solid, solid band, solid drummer, you know, and yeah, um, but we just and I think I've shared before at the beginning of this year, we lost our drummer and our worship leader. And so, you know, we're just kind of we still have we still have an electric guitarist, an acoustic guitarist, you know, um, myself, you know, sometimes bass player, another keyboard player and a couple singers. So it's still a fairly you know full band. But all the songs we know, uh, you know, are are built around you know, the, 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 uh, the style of the recording, you know, drummer and all that stuff. And so, right. uh, during when we were all at home, when we were, we, I wasn't at home, but when everyone was at home, we were rearranging songs in a more laid back acoustic kind of a feel. And we'd just take a week and work on one song. That's right. Yeah. But now that we're back to, you know, doing, we're doing two songs a week now, um, without a, without a midweek practice. And so, like we're just we kind of have to do what we know and so we're using we're using i'm i'm there's a lot of loops on loop community that's where i go uh, loopcommunity.com and uh there's so what i do we're not sponsored by loop community no we're not stuff. but if they're we're open to that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so we uh so and they but they wouldn't they probably i don't know how they feel about this this bit of feedback but so when i'll do a search for the song and uh, so like, Oh, Come to the Altar, Elevation Worship, pretty popular song. Great song. Yeah. They've got their master tracks, and but a, a lot of them, they'll have community tracks that people in the community have recorded and uploaded okay. and that are available for sale. And so the master tracks, they're great. They sound great, but they're expensive, right? Right. Okay. So let's see. Uh, this one is $30. Okay. For one song. Um, but the community track for Oh Come to the Altar, um, well, there's a separate loop community one for $20. And then if I get into, I think if I get, you know, someone and they're all, they've all got ratings. So you, 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 know, you don't have to rely too much on listening to every single one of them. Here's one for $15. So you know, I try to find ones that are $15 or less if possible, because right. I'm not rich. <laughs> and neither is your church. Yeah. Right. And so, um, but you can listen to them. You can listen to the multi-track version on their website and you can actually, actually mute, uh, mute the different tracks. Let me see. Let me add Chrome in here to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, to uh, loop back so you can hear it. Sure. But Can you hear that? I can't. Right. Yeah. So this is oh, come to the altar, and three, four, five, six, and they give you a good, um, 
multi-track option to just to view everything loopcommunity.com but i could go i can mute like let's say uh, for us the big thing is three four um, six drums and bass right right your rhythm section so i can i can go through i could mute everything and just listen to those and i've done that quite a few times where i want to hear want to hear what that sounds like is it a three, full four five six and this one's not got doesn't have a whole lot of doesn't have a whole lot of the drums in it you know so i would right. go back and find one that's got the full kit for that's you know because some of these guys that make their custom tracks they're great but they've made them for their custom environment and they may have a great drummer so they just need the other stuff right and, right so, so you uh, really um i mean you're benefiting from the community uh development let's say mm -hmm. uh but you're also subject to their needs aligning with your own needs right 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 so do, are the loops like a single track or multi-track you can turn some on or off yeah they're they're multi-track so that your your ability well you can like in so let me see i had a, a warning that said it wasn't going to let me share my screen because i didn't do that can you see that yep i can yep okay so this is the prime app and before so back when i was just when a you worship say leader, prime uh, what does that mean that's the name of the app okay the app is actually prime. prime and is that and what is that on is that it's a loop community loops loop communities app that they call it prime app gotcha is that on your ipad then this is my computer i think okay. they yeah they do have i it works on your ipad works on several devices i believe okay Excuse my ignorance, because I did. No. Like I said, uh, I don't. I know very little about this other than because I've never really explored it, which is why I ask if you to do this. Right. So. Go ahead. so um, okay. So I, I see your arrangement at the top. Um, uh, St. Is that? Oh, what's at the beginning there? Um, yeah. I mean, that's just there. I guess that's. Um, Start. Probably, I guess. It usually says intro like it does right here. Can you oh. see my mouse moving around? I can, yeah. Okay. That's right. Um, so, yeah. So, and the and so I use the the track rig. Um, so you won't be able to hear anything for a few seconds, but uh, and the reason I use the track rig is you can click on the outs up here at the top, and then I've got eight outputs on the track rig. Okay. And I can put everything out. So I use main stage uh, for for my keyboards, and so I run I run main stage out one and track one and two of the track rig, and then um, and then I use tracks three through eight for everything else. Right now we're just using um, three through six, I think. And this yeah. is uh, uh, this outputs from your computer to uh, to the board. Correct. Okay. And how do you yeah, do so, that? Is that uh, like a USB-C? Yes. Okay. Um, I think, here, let me, let me stop screen sharing for just a second. <laughs> sure. So this is, this is the track rig. Okay. So you have a, oh, okay. Track rig. So you've got a, um, so an eight input, so it's kind of like a snake, but this is specific to your uh, loops. Yes. Yeah. And it's all, it's all out. It's output only, no input. Um, and then the back has a USB hub and power and all that stuff. All right. Um, and so like I, I set up my, um, 
I basically I, I run everything. So I've got my my USB MIDI keyboard runs into that, and um, even my my Stream Deck runs into that, and so everything runs through that. So all I have to do is, is bring my laptop and connect it on Sunday morning, and I'm and I'm ready to go. Right. Okay. And then, um, so back on Prime. Prime. Last time on Prime. So I, you know, we've got. Um, our click and cues go out channel three, so that's a separate track on the soundboard. Channel, you know, channel four. That's all every all the loopy kind of stuff, strings, pads, synth, any gotcha. of that's going out channel four. The drums go out on channel six, so we can separately adjust those. Um, and then the bass channel five, separate channel, so we can separately adjust that for our for our in ears and all of that stuff. Gotcha. Um, so you've got really a. Um, this is where your virtual um, uh, channels are meeting your uh, actual uh, legitimate um, or physical channels. Correct. In that regard. So uh, you are, um, just to kind of restate what you said, that the instruments that are appropriate to have remain uh, isolated are isolated to a specific channel on mm -hmm. the board. Those things that are can be grouped are grouped so that for the sake of you know you don't need the twelve different um, you know strings uh, and you know um, penny whistle and uh, right, the, right. the other various right. components of the core loop to be all their individual tracks or mm -hmm. channels those are all grouped on channel four. Right. Yeah. And that's, okay. yeah. So we, you know, we may, may split that up just a little bit more because we can, mm -hmm. but you know, at the same time, I want to keep things as simple as possible for everybody, including the, the sound guy that's doing all the video switching and sound mixing. So, right. Um, but yeah, so this will only be two tracks that we'll hear today because of, uh, running you it share out. your whole screen, your whole screen sharing right now. Is it? Yep. I just want you to know, just in case. Uh, I don't think I have anything that's. It didn't, it didn't look like it. I, I tried but, to take in everything I could. Uh, other than go. my uh, my Christmas backtop, which I love Christmas. So. You and Dan. You and Dan yeah. are both. Hyper. Yeah, I noticed that he's got that that store. They've got Star a store. and Stable, right? Yeah. 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 It's cool. Yeah. Keep going. So I uh, so this this will just be two, but I'll play it. Just to give you a quick sample here. So this is Our God by Chris Tomlin. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things we've got in here, you know, I like the that sure. string part, which right. Okay. That's pretty um, straightforward. Yeah. yeah. And it's that's the thing I like about Prime. See, I used Ableton before and it's incredibly complicated. And you know, and it does a lot. But you have to real just like with any DAW, you have to learn all the ins and outs of it. Right. And I had no interest in learning it just for the purpose of playing, you know, tracks during right. worship. Yeah. So well, for me, um, you know, I I'm a Studio One person. I, I'm already very familiar with it, and they just introduced the show page, which is doesn't look like this, but it has a similar function that you could have all those tracks in there and decide which ones you want to use. Um, and then you could route them to the appropriate. Right. But anyway, keep 
keep going. I'm loving this. So the only the only thing that that's kind of a hiccup is that you know, and and this is true for for even the you know the professional multi track master tracks that you can buy, um, is there's they're not super consistent from song to song. Like the drum level from song to song isn't consistent. So you can see, right on this one, I've got the drums pulled back, and um, and that was because. Um, they're super hot on this track right but maybe not on but when we go to it. like the set we played uh that week was our god and jesus paid it all but the drums on this one um were were super super quiet right so, so you don't have uh there's not a standard in terms of loudness that right. has been established. By the way, I have not heard Here is Our King for so long. That was like <laughs> your third one. Here is our king. Yep. Right? Yeah. 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 That's, That's still a good one. I like it. Yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> I played that at a at a memorial service. Uh, and I was told that it was a very um, impactful hmm. song for a memorial service. Never thought about it that way. But yeah. I haven't heard of that thought of that song in so long. But anyway. Well, I actually, a, a few years ago, I wrote Christmas verses for it because it's, you know, the chorus oh. of it's a great Christmas song. Yeah. And, uh, but then this, this was back when I was at a different church and I, I mean, I just scribbled it out on paper and then we, you know, we were, we were just singing off of my, <laughs> my scribbled paper and they put it in, you know, the lyrics, but then I didn't have a hard copy of it. And I, I asked them if they still had that anywhere and they don't. So I have no idea what they were. <laughs> well, that, that throws away my request for you to send those right. to me. But. So I'll have to re redo that at some point in time, but so um you know you got your master volume you've got all these things one of the things that's that i that i like um is it does give you flexibility while you're while you're leading mm -hmm. um so you know if, if i want to repeat this course as long as i hit this repeat button before the measure before last measure of it it'll go back and repeat right. it okay i was just going to ask um, that like what you know one of the one of the things that always pops up into my head is, you know, if, if um, the spirit is leading mm -hmm. worship uh, and, and I'm going to, I'm not going to lie. I mean, there's plenty of times when it's my brain leading worship um, that it is um, there are times I'm like, Oh, you know what? We really need, we need to sing this again. Mm -hmm. um, I can see that people are feeling this right now, that this is really moving people. And so the idea that you could, um, you could hit that repeat button and jump back in right. to do that again. Yeah. Um, and if you yeah. had an iPad, I think it'd be super easy to just hit that repeat button real quick. You know, it's a little bit, I'm using my laptop, so I have to find the mouse on the screen and get it over there to the repeat and that kind of thing. But I wonder if this would work on a Windows because I have a touchscreen window and then you could just pop it that way. But anyway, solving problems that I don't have yet. I'm guessing it does. Um, Right now, I, I mean, I'm getting kind of this foundation of how it works. Right. I'm certainly not ready. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to have to practice mm -hmm. a lot to kind of go, okay, I can see how this would work. You know, making sure, as you were saying, making sure that the right signal is going into the right place. Um, but one of the things you showed us is in Prime, your cue, which is the one, two, three, four, plus your click track. Um, you could have those going through a uh, through the monitor mix 
uh, and leave those out of the, uh, clearly leave those out of the house. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think that's really intriguing. And uh, so you can really flush out your sound, even if you're a, um, a small church. Right. Um, and you're not um, tied to, you, you have the visualization of your arrangement, which is very helpful to me. Mm -hmm. When I created my own loops, which I did, and they really weren't loops. It was really, um, I went into, I did this for a, a Paul Balash Easter show. He, he sold this a few years ago. Uh, and when I say a few, I mean seven, um, <laughs> seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And I went into a notation software and I created notation of the whole thing. Wow. And then I moved it into my DAW via MIDI. And then I made, you know, okay, I had the bass separated. And so I had piano and then I had bass and I, and I had uh, simple drum loops. And so I had all that. The issue was, is that I had no control over it. Mm -hmm. So if I lost track a little bit of where I was at in the song, train wreck. Right. Right. And so we did right. it for this Easter service. We didn't have good monitors, so I couldn't hear it very well. So we were out of sync with the music. And it wasn't mm -hmm. a train wreck, but it certainly would have been a lot easier with something like this. Um, and we're not selling, I want to be clear, we're not trying to sell anybody anything. Right. It's really more for me to kind of have an understanding of how I might utilize that. So it sounds like a lot, um, you're not creating a lot of your own loops. You're really leveraging, you're taking the songs you do the most, you're finding good or good loop arrangements on loop community um and then leveraging those is that yeah for the most part we're, we're yeah. talking about doing some of our own and that's one of the things that is also nice about this uh, is that you can I mean, i'm going to use i'll show uh, their their website here is you know you've got your account and up here there's this little cloud upload yeah and when you click on that it brings you to this page where you can you can upload your own your own tracks right and um and i i haven't done that yet but what i understand from it is that you you know you basically you you bounce out every track from your recording just like you know base oh, right, right. everything you're doing zip you know label it well zip that into a file and then upload it here and then that'll show up in your in your prime when you open up prime the next time uh, you go to this add a song and see i've got one one here that i haven't added so if i had uploaded that and i just click on that uh, it'll download it and and so it'll download it would download all of all of my tracks right and bring them in here and then i'd have the exact same controls over my tracks for this song as i do for for all the other things so oh i see you've got behold him by uh, paul Balash there yeah do you like it yeah i do good because i remember because uh, I, I don't know if you were already aware of that when i mentioned it a few no i wasn't episodes ago he who was there before there was light yeah um, yeah that's so cool. my i mean i my only real there, there are a couple things that would be nice, especially when you're using the track rig. Um, would it would be nice if you could, if if they had a way where you could just kind of set a, a template or a default setting for some things. Mm, okay. So, like for every song, every song you bring in, you have to go in and set set up the outputs for it. Okay. 
So like if I could, if I could, what would be great would be if I could go in and say, you know, I'm, I always want the cues and the click on channel three. I always want the drums right. on channel five or six or whatever it is. I always want the bass on channel five. And I want, you know, then even just having those three things and then just having a default for everything else to be, you know, channel four. If I just had that capability, it would be a lot simpler. Um, and then, so like, uh, we, we use this for our click track now because that's, we don't have a, I don't have a separate input for, um, for the metronome. Right. And so like this one, you know, 10,000 reasons, that's just a click track. You can see like, Oh yeah. If I could just set up a, a default for the, for the click to do, to come out <laughs> the right channel. Um, when I, on this last Sunday, when I did that, I, I didn't, think to set the to set the output and it was coming out my keyboard channel and so we're i'm i'm playing through and i'm hearing it just fine you know and all this stuff and and then people are like where is that click track coming from it you know it sounds like it's coming from out here and so i pull out my headphones and it's coming out the front of house so luckily we caught it right. before before we before service um but it is you know it's that kind of thing where if you're not really paying close attention you'd still be hearing it in your ears just like normal because everyone's got in your monitors and you could be, you know, blasting everybody with the click track for, <laughs> for it. Um, so right, it'd be nice the if there's just a way to set that up as a, as a standard template setting. The guy at the soundboard would have no way to stop that because it's all controlled from your, yeah. Yeah. Right. So I could see that how it might. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you need to be cautious about it. Right. Um, so, um, so if you're, for me, if I want to dip my toes in that, what, and I don't know how you got started <clears throat> using them, uh, using those, but what, uh, what would you suggest if I just wanted to, and I, I didn't prepare you for this question no. and I'm treating you as the loop expert, yeah, which I'm you not. have not presented yourself to be. <laughs> no. But, um, so if I wanted to get started I'm offended on that, by that, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. <laughs> you can tell I mean it, right? Right, right. <laughs> so, uh, sincere what, apology. Yeah, uh, yeah. Listen, I'm really sorry. Thank you. I'm, I'm so sorry I offended you. That's better. Loop, that was very loop master Lindner. That was very deep. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> very sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Why I got a lisp when I went higher, but right. Um, but, um, but I'm interested in exploring this a yeah. little bit. So, um, what, what would I like just grab a song and just play with that a little bit? Um, yeah, I, I can't remember. I think from time to time they have free songs, so it's easy to get started. The app is free. And if you can get a free song, you can really start messing around with things. Um, I mean, having some kind of interface that has multiple outputs is good so even if you just had four outputs you know two outputs i think is pretty limited because you you have to have one of them for the click track so that means you're mixing everything down to one one other one other output the right, one right the left channel or the right channel um and and if you're i mean if you're a really good mixer you can make that work but most right. of us aren't great at mixing and so you know it kind of really limits you and so even if you if you could just have a, like four outputs so you could send the drums out a, a separate track and if you're you know whatever else is the most significant thing in your environment you know that would i think make a big difference so i don't know if you have a four and you know an interface with four outputs on it but i don't but okay. uh, but I, I was talking to the pastor that 
these are some things that we need to look at. Right. Uh, right now, we, you know, um, actually, I mean, I could, uh, there are a lot of things on our snake that aren't being used right now. Mm -hmm. So I could, uh, but then again, how would I get from my computer to the snake? Right. I need to use like that. Was it track rig? Is that what it, you were using? Yeah, track rig. Okay. So, which like I, I was using my uh, my Focusrite interface, which has eight outputs on it, but I had a hard mind. time. I've got that. I've got a um, I've got a Personas two uh, six C that has uh, four ends, and uh, it's the um, but it also has um, four outs. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. So I could uh, I could utilize that. Yeah. Right. But it, so you do besides having um, either an iPad or a computer that you're running the app on you're mm -hmm. going to need some kind of uh interface that allows you to output various signals so that when it hits the board um it's hitting the right channel right okay yeah, I mean, it's not a requirement but it just i mean it helps i think for mm -hmm. To, to be able to play to it well, it helps to be able to have a little bit more control. Just like if you had a real drummer there, you'd want to be able to turn him up and down, you know, <laughs> on your, yeah, on your turn, monitors. Turn the bass off. Right. Just <laughs> let him play with the knobs. Yep. It's not going to do any good. <laughs> right. And so, um, yeah, but, you know, uh, for years, for years and years, it's not until just, you know, the last, you know, I guess really two months i i haven't used an interface for outputs i've always just used the the eighth inch out on my macbook okay for my main stage you know and i just ran that into a direct box and that was that was what we had and we we were but we also weren't using loops much at that time right because we had the full band so um you know i kind of i i'm still i still wrestle with it internally because i i like the, you know I like some of the 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 honesty of of making music with people who are in the room. I agree. I you know so. I, I don't disagree with you there. Uh, that there's um, the I, having like I wouldn't replace the the physical the actual people. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, first of all, they're they're as individuals. Not only are they talented, but they bring a character to it that you aren't going to get mm -hmm. from a loop. Um, and, and there are times when you, I think it helps to fill out the sound a little bit, uh, because, you know, for my church, as small as we are, I'm not going to have a bass player right. every week. Um, I've got two people who can play bass, uh, but I've been playing on my own for five months and I miss having a fuller sound. Mm -hmm. um, there's times when my keyboard player, in fact, my keyboard player and bass player are husband and wife, and they like to have Sundays off together, and they only mm -hmm. want to—not uh, they only want to—they um, they volunteer twice a month, which is plenty. Mm -hmm. But that means that I there are Sundays when I don't have that right sound, and if you don't have a pad, right, and you don't have the bass, mm -hmm. not let alone drums. I am the drummer with a cajon, foot right. pedal on a cajon. I'm mm -hmm. the drummer. All those four on the floor songs, that's me. Right. Bump, bump, bump. Yep. Right. Uh, but uh, so. Well, and just modern worship in general, let me, I mean, one of the things like this, you know, Our God, it's. Our God, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if you saw this, but there are, there are eight, eight, again, eight electric guitar parts in this song right good lord 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> you know, and um, so, I don't know. but so like that part that that's being played right now, we've got yeah. that's what our that's what our electric guitars will play. Oh, sorry, so, somebody is trying to call me. I'm going to. Oh. Uh, I don't know how to mute them. Can you hear that? You I do keep, hear it, but I'm going to mute myself. You keep talking. <laughs> so, um, so like, what's what's nice about it is that for these other parts, you know, the big build parts of the song, is I can I can we can get those in there. We can get the rhythm, you know, this rhythm guitar part in there. I don't have to step on the toes of our our lead guitarist. And, uh, and, right. and we can we can we can have a fuller sound like like people are going to hear on the recording. And uh, and I mean, who has I mean, who has eight guitarists? I mean, it's just so ridiculous to me. But right. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, there's definitely uh, I think we've talked about that, that uh, that um, the scale things don't scale real well sometimes right. uh it's it, it and i think it's good for us to remember as we're talking about loops and filling out our sound and all that stuff that um you can worship and lead worship very effectively with one instrument and your voice mm -hmm. uh, because god can use that and, um, and you could also have eight guitars a piano a keyboard bass player drummer percussionist uh and three uh, people singing and not lead worship effectively right right uh, you know so uh we are we don't have a limitation because of who our god is uh in that regard I right th i think it's it's good to it's good to share that for folks i know that for myself i have felt lesser than when i felt like oh we're not creating this sound and yet, when you lead worship and people are responding to that, that can't be replaced. Mm -hmm. Can't be replaced. Right. Anyway. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you know, I think there is something for to be said for authenticity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're, I mean, we're using them. It, that's what we're used to. We were used to a full band. Our people were used to a full band. So it, it feels more like what our people are, are in, geared for. Right. Um, but at the same time, we're not using them for everything. We did it for one song on Sunday, and then we just did it with, uh, you know, a, a simpler thing with the five of us for the closing song. And, um, I mean, you know, especially if your church isn't anywhere near, you know, this kind of a style, you know, right, I think it would right. be incredibly inauthentic for for your congregation to just start cramming these in here, you know, out of the blue. Mm -hmm. Right. Um now you might you might you know, you might buy a track and, and use a couple of parts, you know. Yeah, but yeah. but I wouldn't be like, oh, we've got we've got eight guitar parts. We got to use them all. <laughs> no, let's use maybe one. <laughs> you know? yeah. If we, if that you know if, if you're not used if your if your church isn't using electric guitars at all right now, then maybe you don't use electric guitars. You just add the, you know, you add a drum track or you add a bass track or you just add the synth track. You know, whatever it is. You know, like right. like that one. I think. On, on our God, you could have a pretty good sounding song with everything turned off, um, except for the keys, the keys and the strings. And if you've got some good vocalists and, and stuff, you know, filling, filling everything else out, it's still not, it's not a bad sounding, um, no, it's not coming out now for whatever reason. 
I don't well, know. Yeah. Oh, I had all the I had all the stuff soloed. That's user error. I remember that. That's right. I mean, that's a pretty decent sound, right? Right. And so that would be plenty, and it wouldn't overwhelm your people if you're not used to that. But I mean, if you start, first two, three, four. If you, I mean, you add everything in that's there, it would be just so easy to completely. I mean, you would probably. I would say you would probably run people out of the church if they're not used to it. <laughs> oh, it's it's jarring. Uh, I have been at uh, been at churches where somebody would come in, and they would do a special music, and they would play a backing track with it, mm -hmm. and it's just like there's something incongruent, mm -hmm. right? Um, okay, I hear you singing, and then we have all of this instrumentation, and I don't see that. Mm -hmm. Right. At some point, uh, it be, you know, if people aren't used to it, it's jarring. So, right. No, this has been really helpful to me just to kind of say, you know, and it, I'm interested in, a, in maybe grabbing a song. Heaven is where you are is what I brought up on my screen over mm -hmm. here. And yeah. for whatever reason, it's twelve ninety nine. So I don't know why it's. Well, it's, it says it's twelve ninety nine until you click into it. Oh, let's click into it. And then it says. $78. Oh, okay. Here we go. In-app 30, uh, in-app and file download 35 and then split track is 13. Aha, uh -huh, you turkeys. I see. Yeah, yeah. I see how you're getting me there. Uh, okay. Not, that's not a slam. People, uh, artists should get paid. Right. People have put a lot of effort in, so we're not saying that it is. However, means it's not a, uh, an impulse purchase on my part. Right. Uh, but uh, but it looks like I can explore that enough that um, it gives me a sense. And I might try to grab if there's some free ones to try that, see how that works. But there is a community track by Dave Gerhardt that's got everything in it. Well, let's take a look at that. That is uh, $15 in the app. So let's see. Stungs, Behold Him, and Community Track. Dave. Oh, look at Dave. There's Dave. $10 for Dave. Yeah. And, uh, yep. 20 bucks. All right. Well, I'm going to, yeah. I'll, well, the, the, uh, the $20 version is where you like, there's the in-app and it says in-app and file download. That's where you actually download all the multi-tracks. You get the stems. Yeah. So you, and so you could bring that into pro tools and, you know, anything you want at that point, but right. the in-app only is is for their prime app, which is $15. So $5 cheaper. And you also have the option down the road to go back and upgrade any song for the, you know, five bucks. If you want to, if you needed to have all the multi-tracks for some reason. Right. Interesting. So, yeah. Uh, I'll listen to Dave's version and see, see what's there. Uh, yeah. I, I think it would be for $30. It would be hard to justify if I just wanted to fill out with drums and bass. Mm -hmm. uh, at that point, I might, kind of there, there i think there's certain things where i might consider making my own but i can mm -hmm. you know if i'm willing to to do that i mean i could even play the bass to a track and then upload that yep. to loop community and bring that in i've just played to a click track so it's there um, um but it, it just opens up a lot of mm -hmm. options for those of you for create people who are creative and and uh, as i mentioned earlier creativity oh i don't know if i said this to you creativity often comes out of constraints mm -hmm. right the when you're uh 
options are taken away from you, you figure out how you can do more with the few options that you have. Right. And maybe some things you wouldn't have thought of uh, in that way. Um, so I'm, ex I'm excited. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check this out. I'm not going to take it as homework yet. I'm not going to commit <laughs> that I'm going to come back right. and report to what I've done with loops. But I may. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things uh, I've mentioned. You know, we are, because we did, I have multi-tracks for all of the songs that we recorded during you know, the during the uh, lockdown, whatever you call it, quarantine, I think is right. the, the generic term. It's not technically quarantine, but that is right, what right. people called it. Um, and so I was trying to use one. So I was hoping I was going to have an example to show this week of uh, Build My Life. Uh, I think it's Pat Barrett. Yeah. Um, that, that we did. And so I was going to, I was going to go through the whole process so that I could, I could walk people through it here. Um, Maybe next time. Yeah. So I'll be able to, so I, I, I will at some point in the very near future, we're going to use one of those songs. Uh, the, the, the guy that was lead that sings that song, this was his first Sunday back. And so he, you know, he wasn't sure that he'd be able to sing it. Uh, with everything, because uh, he, he hasn't been singing, he hasn't sung in like three or four months, so he's wow. just not. Wow. He's not in, in good vocal shape. Um, but you know, so you know, I could uh, theoretically, according to according to um, them, I can I can come in here and I can bounce each one of these tracks individually, right and. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll be able to send that out to uh, I'll just oh I don't have it on this. It's not set up on your loop back yet. No, that's right. There's Dave's it's vocals, coming. Nick's vocals, Becky. I think. Yeah. No, that's not. Oh, I got it muted. Well, that's one of the things I like about the the latest version of Studio One is it will actually take your tracks like this. And then you could say send a song, and it will move it right. uh, into multi into a multi-track environment similar to Prime there, where you can say, oh hey, um, uh, Becky's not here this week, but we still want her part to be in it, mm -hmm. um, and so you could bring in your click and have the parts that are there uh, in person shut right. off and then turn on those parts and it could even be the organic if mm -hmm. you were really ambitious i suppose as a worship team you could get together and record them all to separate tracks mm -hmm. and then when they're not there have their organic playing still right. be represented which is one of the things that's nice about um Able you know, like the the PreSonus board, and you oh, know, okay, yeah. capture. I mean, because we, I mean, we did that for for a lot of time, a lot of weeks. Um, we did we because we didn't take do it for every week because it takes up too much space. But there were a lot of weeks we recorded the whole band, we multi-track it, and then I would go back through and just kind of do a rough mix on it. And it's right. like, and then I would upload that to Planning Center, so that when people were practicing that song, you know, three months from now when we do it again, we're practicing to exactly how we play it. Right. And yeah, it's yes. easier to prepare. And so, you know, that's only one step further to then take the multi-tracks and, and, and uh, you know, export them into uh, Prime and be able to say, oh, well, uh, Tim couldn't be here this week. So, but there's Tim. <laughs> right. Put a cardboard cutout of right. <laughs> right there holding the bass or whatever Tim does. Right, right. 
Tim is a cool. bass player. Yeah. Oh, is he? So, See, yeah. I knew that because yeah. Ted is our bass player. If your three-letter name starts with T, you're a bass player. Right, right. It's just the way it works, you know. So it's a good tool. I'm, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, give in to the temptation to make more of it than it needs to be, as as often happens when new technology comes into our hands. So right. I would use it with caution with anything, but as with anything, but it's still, it's still good. It's good. Excellent. Well, I think we've covered a lot of that. That's probably enough to get, it's enough to get me started and hopefully answer some questions for, for folks who are interested in it. Um, and at least give us kind of a foundation mm -hmm. from which to launch on. And maybe uh, next time, if I have a chance to explore it a bit, we can touch base and um, maybe uh, get uh, learn a little bit more about it. I mean, maybe someday we'll just... Oh, I just lost your audio. Oh, you did? Okay, now you're back. Okay. I don't know what happened. That was weird. All right. Well, it's, it's it says my sign. internet connection is unstable. That's my fault. Oh. It is. It's I don't know how my internet connection can be unstable when we just increased everything and we've got a nice network here at the church, but somehow it is. It somehow is. <laughs> uh, I think we're, we're good for now, though. We've been going yeah. for a little over an hour, so I hope people have uh, hung with us. Um, I'm going to ex explore this a bit more. I'll By the way, Loop Community does have a lot of great tutorials and videos on YouTube that you can go through all this stuff in detail and figure it all out. So. You're not on your own on all this. You, they, they've resourced you well, resourced people well. All right. We should probably get them on the show at some point in time. I was going to say it would be kind of interesting to bring somebody from Loop Community on just to talk about, uh, help us understand more about what they are, how they came about, um, how they're serving the worship community. Uh, and again, me being fairly ignorant, I could ask a lot of questions that everybody already has, everybody but me has the answers to. But mm -hmm. I know there's small churches out there uh, like mine that um, aren't aware of the um, the resources that are right there and available to them. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, um, I will clean this up. Uh, I'll try. I commit to do it again today. I All commit right. to today. We'll get this uploaded. Uh, episode 212 will be going up today. I've got that ready. And we'll do 213. And so you'll have two new episodes, those of you who are already listening to this one. Yeah. Oh, why do I care? I just heard it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, have a good week. Be well. Take care, guys. Thanks for joining us once again on the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. And make sure to add your voice to the conversation. You can find us at twitter.com slash WM Catalyst. On Facebook at facebook.com slash worship ministry catalyst. Or head over to worshipministrycatalyst.com and drop us a note.